Good morning. Today's class is sponsored by Anonymous for, this, for her surgery to go well, happiness for her daughter, and for financial and professional success. Also, Lewishmat, Yakmil Daniel Magadar, Lewishmat Sion Benema, Rafur Shalema, Rav Shalom Ben Yavne, and Rodoni Ben Sara, and Chana Batadel. Success and Yerchmai Belisheva, Regadi Abelisheva, Shepon Ben Elisheva, Shepha Bat Elisheva, and Elisheva Bat Nava, and Emmet Ben Elisheva. All right, very, very, very powerful day today. Today is the Yorzeit of Rav Chaim Evolajan. Rav Chaim Evolajan wrote the Nefesh Chaim. We're going to talk about a couple of his books, a couple of his strategies. Really, really, one of these strategies really, really came close to home because of a miracle that I personally have witnessed through his books and through his teachings. There was an incident in my life. Uh, let's see, which story is this one? This was about, I don't know, 24 years ago, 20 years ago? Feels like I've lived forever. 20 years ago, there was a situation where I was involved in a people, I was a victim of a Ponzi scheme. Um, and somehow, luckily, I was able to get uh, a first mortgage on my properties. And next thing you know, there was a huge, 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 found that it was a huge Ponzi scheme and I had to go to court to get my properties back. And at that time, there was a lot of, a lot of properties. This is when I was 25, 26 years old. And there's a lot of properties. It was a very, 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 very heavy stake. Obviously, there was definitely a sense of nervousness. Uh, I went to Israel to pray. It was, it was a sizable, sizable deal at that time. So what happened? I went to Rav Chaim Kanyatsky. May, may memory be blessed. And I'm waiting in line. I met his wife. May her memory be blessed also. And she says, listen, I explained to her about the court date, etc., what's going on. And she says, listen, when you go to the court date, you should meditate on these three words called Ein Od Milbado. There's nothing but God. And when you do this, just go to the court and just pretend that there's no judge, there's no lawyers, there's no defendants. It's just you and God. And to the extent if you meditate on that, you are going to be successful. Because what happens is when we do that, the mechanism behind that is when you believe that there's nothing but God, then nothing, you cannot give fear to anything else. The, the, the mechanism of fear is whatever you give energy, that gives it strength. So as long as I can't give energy to my enemies, they can't have strength, pretty much. It means if I have 100% trust, the trust goes directly to God, that invokes the salvation for the person, but to the extent that he has these fallen fears, whatever you feel eventually comes upon you. So it's pretty much the law of attraction. The more you focus on that, so that's exactly what I did in the courtroom. I completely closed my eyes. I focused only on, there was, I pretended like I was the only person in the, in the courtroom, that there was nobody else in the courtroom. See, thank God we can use our imagination the right way. Right now, we use our imaginations in, in the gutter right now. Most of us do not use our imagination. You should be using your imagination for cheesecake parties, use your imagination to hit goals. God gave you Ratzor and imagination, but today it's being misused because of the garbage that you're seeing on TV and you're not, you're not freeing your imagination. This is exactly why you have to be careful not to watch too much TV, not to watch too much news, because you sort of get programmed already, so when you really want to imagine something, you don't really believe it. So we have to be very, very careful with this. So I was able to do that, and God willing, I was very successful in the trial. I won, and I got my properties back. So where did this Zagula come from? It came from Rav Chaim Mivalajan. Today's is your site. We're going to talk about a few things from him. So basically, the word Ein Od Milvadu, if you take the first letters of each word, represents one, one, one. There's only one. That means I could take a person right now and spin him around a thousand times. How do I get his focus back? By putting number one. 
It's funny, when a person's spinning, if you want to bring them back to reality, stick, a, stick one finger. So at the end of the day, in life, we all get spun around a thousand times in life. We get spun around. But what happens is, when we don't believe in one, there's, there's a duality, there's where fear comes into place, etc. And this is where we have to recognize. And I recognize, I'm trying to recognize something. And, and just, again, based on the experience that I'm working on, obviously I'm working on writing my book. Because what's stopping really, really, if we know these 60 stories, if we know these remedies, how come I believed it? And how come for another guy... He's got, for him, it's going to be very hard for him to take these risks. Or, or another person doing his bodhidut, where you know it works a thousand percent. We've already given you a thousand sigulot. And another person can't do it. It's not the strategy that's the problem. It's the story behind it. And I've come to realize, everybody's got these stories. We've got stories. And these stories are stopping the strategy from working. You have to really divorce the story. There's a lot of stories. And the stories are made... Because we never processed events. We never elevated events through proper meaning. So we have a story. And that story really stops you. Oh, I can't put on the filling because my, my, my mother took me to show and the rabbi yelled at me. It's a story. There's so many stories out there. And that, these stories are stopping you from getting where you're getting, where you're getting to. It. So it's very, very important. Part of the ability to use a muna. When you have a muna, you have no stories. Because you're constantly reinventing reality. You can't reinvent reality if there's a story already. So this is very, very important, the constant importance of really, really, really reinventing yourself constantly. The stories protect you from going into the strategy. We have strategies that work, guaranteed, but we also have stories. And stories are created from belief systems. Stories are created from accumulated events that have never been processed. And these stories, unfortunately, do not get... Did you... I tried to work out, it didn't work. That's a story. Okay, how many times did you work out? Four times. How long did you try? Five minutes. That's not really working out. Do you understand? How many times did you try praying? I tried praying. It didn't work. Really? How many times? At the end of the day, you'll see the accumulation of all the guys praying was really about 20 minutes. And the guy's telling you you prayed for years and years. At the end of the day, if you really come to the, to the reality, you really pray for 25 minutes. And that's it. So you can see there's so much BS and so much... Um, when we don't want to do something, we find a way to create a story. That's the mechanism that we, did, that we did. You know, I think we learned this as kids, and we never grew up. As kids, you don't want to do homework. I didn't do homework because my parents got home late, and I couldn't. You're, you know, as kids, you, you create stories, but at the end of the day, when you get older, you have to divorce the story. I mean, that's where we, we, we have not done that. And so many people walking around with that story. I can't get married because I have three kids. I can't do this because I have that. I have that. There's so many stories and I recognize, unfortunately, you have to say, uh, what I say to these stories are called Boba Mises. You know what a Boba Mises is? Boba Mises is a story that's it's not really real. So you have to get rid of the Boba Mises that we have in our head and, and divorce the story. Otherwise, that, that's what allows you to go into Bitachon. That's what allows you to go into Amuna. Because remember, Bitahon and Amuna, you're going to recognize are places you have to go to. But if you're so, we, we love the control, we love the self-pity, we love, these, we love the juice we're getting from the story. Don't think these stories are not giving you some kind of payoff. They're giving you an excuse to rationalizing why you're not growing in this area, why you're not doing this. So these stories really protect you, but they also imprison you too. And I've recognized that. And for me, it's very, very difficult when being part, part of being a Scorpio, which is fixed water, to change. 
I did anything not to change. Anything I'll do not to change. Because I was so comfortable in my zone. And I recognized most of my growth happened when I let my wife into my company. When I let this... Very difficult for me to do these things. But you have to break the stories. And that's where the real growth is going to happen. You have to break these stories. You have to recognize I'm constantly reinvented. And that's really, really the key to, to, to really getting anywhere. So that's, that's the first thing. Because I recognize at the end of the day, it's not really... I could talk about this all day long. Right? I could talk about this all day long. I could talk about these classes all day long. I could talk about the sigulot. I could tell you all of these things are going to help you. But until you break your story and really believe in it, you're not going to get results. And I'm, I'm not really concerned so much more and more classes. I'm really concerned. Are people getting it or not? And if they're not getting it, then we need to talk about why they're not getting it. And then we need to address those issues. I take a lot of data based on the questions I get, based on the, the doubts that the people have. Really, that's really my message is not really just to pump more stories and get likes and get this. It's really, if you're not getting it, then what message needs to be talked about? Sometimes you need to go backwards in order to go forwards. But I, today is a day to say bye-bye to your stories. Bye-bye. Create a new identity. Pretend you got robbed and somebody stole your identity and you're a new person. That is really where the moon allows you to go. Forget the identity. Get rid of it. Because there's so much accumulated schmutz of that, of that, in that story that's not allowing you to go into the strategy. And I, again, <laughs> emails, the story. This is why I can't do it. This is why I can't do it. This is why I can't do it. Literally 10 people almost had... Same thing. I can't do it because of this. I can't do it because of this. Remember, I would be enabling you by telling you it's okay. I hear you. Our sages say we all have to go through 28 times of pain. 28 times in our lives. There's going to be times to run. There's going to be times to return. There's going to be times to be happy. There's going to be times to be sad. There's going to be time to grow. There's going to be time to contract. There's 28 times. It's part of your life. But don't get stuck in one of those times. Don't get, stuck in the, don't get stuck in one of those times. There's a time for everything. This is nothing new. Nothing is new under the sun, by the way. Tomorrow, there'll be, the peace will be at war. There'll be peace. Putin will be gone. Next thing you know, all our problems are over. Here comes another situation. Do you, do you understand? You got to get to the... We have to learn from these situations. So at the end of the day, if I know, what's the solution? There's only one place to run to, and that's run to, run to God. So the Baal Shem Tov says something very powerful. He says, Emunah is the vacus. His definition of Emunah is not belief. His, his division of, of Emunah is really the vacus. The vacus means clinging to God. Recognizing there's nothing but God. Nothing but God. And if we get to that point in your life where you recognize there's nothing but God, you cannot be insulted because you recognize that's from God. Somebody took money from you, it's also from God. When you get to that point, in life, where you recognize everything is from God, then there's no, that will give you the peace of mind. Rabbi Nachman tells us that when a person does his bodhidut every day, when he talks to Hashem every day, which is an expression of faith, when Mashiach comes, everybody will be cr crazy. Wow, oh, what am I going to do? It's like the, he, he, this person is going to be calm like he woke up from a nap. How do you like that one? Imagine if Mashiach comes... You, you're already in that consciousness level that you woke up from a nap, that you would... I didn't say this. This is from Ram Nachman's teachings. So we, we're able to now restart developing our mindset 
to get into that mindset of there's nothing but God. And when we can do that, there's, there's nothing but, that's it. It's you and Hashem. Everybody else is a messenger, is a stick, etc. Versus people are putting me in pain. Today you hear the opposite. This person ruined my life. That person destroyed my life. This person did that to me. You lost the concept of Amuna. It's not possible. Because everything is God. That is a lack of Amuna. This is Rabbi Rush is telling us black and white. He's telling us. Your level of Simcha is your level of Amuna. You can't be sad and have Simcha and have faith at the same time. Not possible. Not possible. That's a duality. And ultimately what our, what our purpose is in this world is to bring the name of 26 and the name of 86, which is 26, Yudkevavke, 20, Elokim is, is um, and to bring it into one. Or to bring 26, I'm sorry, 26 and 65, which is the name Adon, which is, represents number 91. What does 91 mean? Amen. 91 is also the number for Parnassa. 91 is the name. So when you see the whole picture, when you see the whole picture, you see everything is one. That's where you have to get focused today. Focus on oneness. That is the message for today. Today's message is to think only one. That's it. There's only one. And this is exactly what the basis lady is saying. And when I was in that courtroom, I felt so liberated. Yeah, this one's screaming, that one's screaming. He's going to take the properties. I, couldn't, I zoned it out. I zoned everything out. Zoned it out. And recognize it's only God. If God wants me to make the money, He'll give me the property. If He doesn't want to, that's also good. It's an acceptance that everything is one, everything is good at the end of the day. That is really what Emunah means. And what does He say? The Basel Levi teaches us when a person faces any kind of problem or crisis, he should reinforce in his mind the concept of Ein Od Milvado, that there's nothing besides God. The idea was famously developed by Rav Chaim of Olajan. In the Nefesh Haim, when he writes that in the time of trouble, one should internalize the notion that the problem arose only because God willed it, and God's willed it, it should go away. And if it will go away in the very instant. Exactly. He gave it to you? So remember, according to your theory, is your therapy. Based on your theory, will be your therapy. And if you get the theory wrong, the therapy is going to be wrong. If you think you have a, a chemical problem and has no spiritual problem, of course there's people with chemical problems also, but there's also a connection between mental health and MUNA. If you get the theory wrong, you're going to get the therapy wrong. If your theory is, if I just get rid of, go to a place where I go, go completely, I want, let, let's, let's say you have a case where you're dealing with very difficult people and you can't handle it. If your theory is, well, if I can just go to maybe Arkansas, and there'll be no difficult people there. That's the solution. So guess what? You're going to go up to Arkansas. Next thing you know, somebody's going to steal your corn or whatever it is. There's nowhere to run. And nobody will save you until you save yourself. That is what the message is out there telling us. Nobody will save you until you save yourself. That's the solution. That's the answer, etc. So you have, to, you have to get the theory right. They get the therapy right. Because if the theory is wrong, the therapy is going to be wrong. Period. And this is Rav Chaim Malajan. He explains that Eid Ovedo does not mean that the outcome depends solely on Hashem. It means that no one and nothing and no matter what or incivil can have a power over us because there's nothing else but God. 
the lion chasing us is an expression of God's will. He can, he can will it to disappear. It means no matter how insurmountable a challenge may seem, a person can overcome it. If we overcome it, only when we focus on there's nothing but God. One source earlier talked about the concept of Gemara Chulin, where Chanira Mendoza was threatened by a witch. That's a good time for a joke, but I'm not going to say it. Who sought to cast a spell on him. Rav Hanina announced that he had no fear about the witchcraft because there was no force in the, other than Hashem. So basically, if he feared the witch, he would have been subject to the witch. But if he didn't fear the witch, there's nothing but God. So it's not the witch is the problem. It's if you're giving energy to the witch. If you, don't, if you recognize the witch is not. So basically, the witch can harm somebody and the other person cannot harm based on your, the amount of ability to give it energy. This is exactly, where do we know this, that we give energy to things? Gemara talks about five, five animals, which are the concept of Menatzbach, which is the name of Din. It's a Hebrew name of Din, of judgments. And we're talking about five animals who are afraid of, like the, the stupidest little creatures. An elephant's afraid of a gnat, and a lion's afraid of this. It's because what happens is these little mosquitoes Remember what fear does, makes things worse than it is, became projected into something bigger than it is and it put them into a panic. Imagine literally a lion going into a therapist and saying, I have a problem with this little mosquito. What in the world would you tell him? What in the world would you tell him? You're a lion! Do you understand who you are? You would tell the same thing. A guy comes in and he's anxious about this. He's anxious about this. You would tell, do you recognize you, came from, you come from the divine? You're afraid of a human being? You're afraid of this? How much have we fallen into our, our, our faith? Do you recognize who you are? When you recognize who you are, the last thing you'd be afraid of. That's one thing Baruch Hashem I worked on, having no fear. No fear, no fear about anything. So when you have no fear, you're less likely to, to, have, to have anxiety. Because you're, yes, are you going to be challenged? Absolutely. But the anxiety part about being threatened is really, really not going to be there because you're going to constantly going into, into growth. And that's an area that I've really, really have had much success because of bitachon. When you have bitachon, you make decisions, you have absolutely no fear, etc. You surrender the outcome. I take action, the outcome is up to my creator. It's, a, it's an unbelievable kind of life you could live because you're always going to press gas. And you learn on the way, not, not the opposite. Rav Yitzhak Menchaver, the Ber Yitzhak, says that the concept of Eim Yilidoh is the essence and the secret to Bitachon. So Bitachon, which means trust in God, the secret to trust in God is believing there's nothing but one. So what's the difference between faith and Bitachon? Faith, you can believe something would work out, but you're still plagued by negativity. I believe it, but mm, still nervous. Bitachon, trust, there's no, no, there's no nervousness. That's it, there's no nervousness. This is what heaven wanted to do. Whether it was the right decision or the wrong decision, I took the decision. When one comes to realization that there's nothing but God, he will have no other personal desires as his. When one subject is his desire and wishes the will, Hashem re- reciprocates by redirecting any threats, either from natural forces or from people, away from that person. Away from that person. So basically, your fallen fears attract... Rabbi Nachman said this in lesson, says this many times, lesson 15... This is in 154. A person's fallen fears can all of a sudden stop him. And by the way, when you have fear, 
what happens? You become weak, and you will become weak just practically. When they tell you to go around an animal, a dog, what do they tell you? Don't be scared of it, right? Because it could attack you. How in the world does the dog sense a person's fear not? Because evidently, when you have fear, dogs can see that. From their life, who knows? Dogs can see that. But it's a pretty crazy thing how a dog, that if, you, if you're calm, the dog won't attack you. But if you have fear, the dog attacks you. God gave more into, are we not smarter than dogs? Are we not smarter than dogs? If a dog can smell into it, imagine what other people could can. And this is where very, very, very important. Based on this idea, Rabbi Eliyahu Weintraub, the Yisrael Chaim says, and he talks about here, that states that even a wicked person who has trust, he will be saved. That's how powerful. Even a person who is wicked and he has trust, he will be saved. And the Rambam says here, right, said the Hashkacha, the supervision over a person's is according to the person's connection to God. So basically, I have supervision according to my belief in God and my trust in God. The more trust I have, the more supervision I have. The less supervision, the less trust I have, the less supervision I have from life, he leaves me to the world of nature and teva. So there's a lot of people who are not into this whole thing, etc. It's not for me. Okay, it doesn't mean they're going to be punished. doesn't mean. But they're just left to the odds of the world. They're left to teva. Teva means the name 86. He's, you're left to that world. You're left to the world of odds. Where when you have trust, you have divine supervision. The, all of a sudden Hashem will save you. If you're about to make the left turn, it'll help you make the right turn. It'll cause the, you know, cause the, the uh, it'll cause uh, you, you to, all of a sudden, you're supposed to go on a flight. Next thing you know, you're going to lose money on this deal. It'll cause the flight to be canceled. That's what he thought, that's what, when you have supervision, things happen in your life where you thought were the worst things and they're becoming the best things. How many times does that happen to us? A thousand times. <laughs> I can relate a thousand times where I thought was the worst thing became absolutely the best thing. A thousand times. But that's only if you believe in this concept that there's only nothing, anything, there's nothing but God. And the more you get into philosophy, and the more you start becoming smart and reading these books on, on philosophy and psychology, the less likely you'll be able to, to get into this program. Because this program is nothing about control, nothing about being intelligent, it's about being humble and recognizing there's nothing but God. And this is why Rabbi Nachman said you're not allowed to read. The Rambam wrote a book called The Guide to the Perplex. It says you're, you're forbidden to read that book because it could bring you to heresy. Rabbi Nachman talks about the Rambam. You're not allowed to read The Guide to the Perplex because the whole point of here is the greatest intelligence is when, you're, when you have the simplest relationship with God. The more complicated you are, it's coming out of insecurity. And if you just had a simple relationship with God, Nothing but simple Peshuta Imuna. You, you, will, you will get. And you know, and, and he says it's exactly black and white. So this is where we've, we've, we've learned, because of our stories, that things have to be very complicated to be fixed. This is only in your head. This is a belief system that things have to be complicated. It's not true. And look what he's saying here. What he's saying here, that... Should you find yourself questioning God, keep silent. By the virtue of the silence, your very thoughts will provide you with the answers to your question. Look at that. Opposite. The, when you find questions, go into humility. 
through humility, you will get the answer. When you find questioning, questions is a form of a, I don't understand. Go into humility. Go pretty much go into the opposite. What got you into the mess is not what's going to get you out. So we shouldn't be thrilled to go into these books on, oh, uh, philosophy, and I need to be smarter. Yes, you need to have wisdom. But you, re- you have to recognize very, something very, very important. What's the difference between Greeks, Greek wisdom, there are tons of wisdom. But it's all, you could take a million dollars right now. But if you put a point in front of it, right? A point, it's nothing. Because at the end of the day, I can have all the wisdom in the world. I have a thousand questions, but I have no answers. Wonderful. Mazel tov, you have a thousand questions. Join the crowd. I also have a thousand questions on, on this, this world of presidency. <laughs> but at the end of the day, there's no answers. When you have faith, you have a thousand answers and no questions. So look at, the, look, at the, look at the difference your life could be. Imagine walking around with all these questions instead of walking around with answers. What do you need to do? You need to go into faith. So the, this segula is enot bevado. You, should, you could say it out loud, mantra, just get it in your head. Plant this thing in your head. One, one, one. It's funny how we see this. There's always, when you see 11, 11, people make a wish, right? Because this concept of one, 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 is, there's only one, there's only one. It's a duality where all problems begin in our lives. So remember, now you understand this, now you can forgive people. You understand? I cannot hold a grudge and say, ain't no bevado, ain't no bevado, ain't no bevado. You can't hold a grudge. Because if you're holding a grudge, you don't believe everything's gone. You don't believe he sent you that person. So you understand, you have to really be consistent. And this is why, just on an energy level, let's say we took David Hawkins' consciousness chart. If you live in 111, you're living in a consciousness of probably 500. If you're living in fear, you're living in a consciousness negative 100. Of 100. So you could see the energy level of your life, what energy level, what kind of energy you're your consciousness is, is, is showing by living in that kind of energy level versus being stuck in fear, which is the opposite of Eino Vivado. And believe me, I've been hit, I've been hit with big challenges. But I have, I have strategies. I don't, otherwise, you have stories. You have a strategy or you have a story? And that's today. We have a tremendous, tremendous, we have a tremendous day in the Schut of Rav Nefesh Rechaim, that we should ask him. We should ask him. In the Schut of the Tzaddik, may we merit to have perfect Amuna. When, when you have that perfect Amuna, your perfect trust, remember, we really, it's high, trust is higher than faith. Because trust surrenders, there's no negativity in trust. You cannot have a negative thought if you trust in God. It's not possible. In Muna, you could still have negative thoughts. You believe in him, but you're still worried if it's going to work out or not. I could believe in something. I could, for example, I could marry and get married and have faith that it's going to work out, but I'm still worried in the long term. Trust. I know this is a decision I had to make. I know it's going to be good. I know I'm going to learn on the way. There's nothing to talk about. There's nothing to worry about. When the obstacles come, we'll face them through trust. Just look at a relationship with no trust, what it looks like. Look what it looks like. Horrific. It's all we want. But you have to show up with trust. person who shows up to a relationship with no trust, what is he going to be? Insecure. And what happens when you're insecure? You become needy. And you accuse the other person of things that never happened. Because of your insecurity. 
How many times does that happen? And you almost make the situation so bad that the person says bye-bye. So what your fear that you had came true. That's how you know it works. The fear actually came true because you showed up with insecurities and you projected your, fa- your fear on that person and you accused that person of all kinds of things. At the end of the day, the person says, listen, I can't be with this person. I, I thought I was going into a relationship, not an FBI investigation. So you have to pray for the other person. Signs of major insecurities. Signs that have major insecurities are, are cancers, major insecurities, fears and insecurities. They have to really work on that. Control, anything with control has major insecurities. Uh, Taurus is tremendous amount of insecurities and control. The more control you have, the more insecurities you have. So God gave you that, he gave you that thing you have to work on. And you have to pray for it. It's, it's, it happens. And the way how you show up is based on unconscious level. And I guarantee you, when you want to get married, pray for more trust instead of prayer. Because you show up to, you can show up to a good relationship with fear, you're going to sabotage it. You're going to sabotage it. You can show up to good relationships. So it's very, very important we focus on this. And remember, if it didn't work for you before, you were doing it wrong. If it didn't work for you before, don't tell me you did this Eino Levado and it worked for you. No, you were doing it wrong. Period. The reason things do not work is because you are not doing it correctly. You have to make that statement very, very clearly. You are not doing it correctly. I get this many, many times. I did this. Well, you can work out and do it wrong and have the wrong form and get hurt. Sometimes people work out and end up getting injured. Not only do they not stimulate the muscle and grow, they actually get injured. So please to show you that you really, really, anal is being all in. That's what it means. All in. I'm all in. If I'm in a court case, I'm all in. And I'm telling you right now, I've seen this personally. That's why sometimes the books, I can give you story. I, I, don't, I don't even need to read them sometimes. I, know, I, I have a conviction that I've gone through this. Same thing, when my, when my, my divorce came, when I was complaining, I went from, I was, I, you know what, I, I, let me explain to you how bad my situation was. Um, how bad my situation was. My divorce bill started at 100000 It finished at 700000 This is a real Scorpio. Real Scorpio. I had to get a mediator. Imagine already paying $700 for your attorney, your, your, your ex-wife's attorney. You have to pay for that money. So now you're already paying already. You're, you're into this for $1,100 an hour. And because of my anger, because I wanted to go rip my, ex, my ex's attorney because he got under my skin, I almost hit him in the face just to show you how much I missed the boat on this one. They had to hire some yo-yo for $500 an hour just to watch me when I was in the meeting. Can you, I couldn't believe this. So now my original bill from 1100 now became $1,700 an hour. So imagine you're sitting there in a room at $1,700 an hour, watching two clowns joke around, show up late, take coffee breaks, at your expense, because of my anger and because of my lack of seeing the big picture. And that was a two-year ordeal, by the way. That's how I got to 700 grand, by the way. Wasted money, taking money down the train. Because of what anger does to you, when you don't see the big picture, when you're clouded by your ego, when it's all about you, you don't see the big picture. When I finally surrendered and said, this trial is over, I surrender God, I'm not fighting it anymore, I'm gonna be the Simcha regardless of that. That's when everything changed. When I went into Enobibadu, when I said, that's it. It's only you, God, everything else, these guys are all clowns. Everything changed. I had to change. 
So this is, I'm trying to explain to you, I went through a very, legal bills, forget what I had to pay, $700,000 in legal bills. That's like being in a root canal for like 10 days straight. And the paperwork, and the this. So I'm trying to explain to you, when I went through something, I got the lesson. So when you get a lesson in life, at least get paid for that lesson. Get paid. But from that lesson, I got the greatest gift of already faith until you make it. Was that worth the 700000 legal? I would say. Because then I've applied that rule, that faith until you make it to other things. So I've gotten many, many lessons in my life. And I know it works and I know it doesn't work. And this is where you have to have tremendous amount of discipline. You have to have it. You're in a situation. You're in a situation. Make sure you focus on the essence of the situation not the details. Because you get the details, you're going to miss the essence, and you're going to go into the fear, and you're going to go, you're going to get overwhelmed, and you're not going to have, and you're going to become like me, yelling at the whole world, blaming this guy, blaming the attorney, blaming this. I was looking up the judges, I was looking up the attorneys, I was looking up this. Oh, I better get a better judge, I better get better. Boba mice is all waste of time. It reminds me of going to college and being scared about getting the wrong grade, but at the end of the day, I recognize, oh my God, all that time in college for, I didn't even use a, one cent of it. I'm not telling you you shouldn't go to college. But just to, to show, the joke was, all the time and worry and the anxiety, oh my God, what am I going to do? At the end of the day, I never, never ended up using it. Just look at the big picture in life. So may Hashem help us all. Today's the day you implant this. You want to get a tattoo, God forbid. One, one, one. That's the tattoo you need to get. One, one, one. That's your new mantra. Focus on this. Because this, and then if you're going, remember, if you're going to, like for example, you can't become a vegan and yell at the waiter that he burnt the kale. Do you understand? The point is, if I'm going to become a vegan, I want to become a better person. So you can't say, and the guy wants to, he wants to forgive you. You have to forgive him. No, 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 no. No, no, I don't forgive him. That means the whole program has to be a novavado. It can't be, I want this, I want this, this I'll do, this I won't. That doesn't mean going all in. Going all in means cutting any kind of position. That means if you want to be an a novavado person, everybody who's hurt you, everybody who's taken money from you, anybody who's done anything, you have to pretty much say, let it go. And recognize they were just a stick from heaven to teach you what you were attracting, etc. There's no such thing. You can't stay in the past and be in this. The segula for this is you get divine supervision. But in order for that, you have to, like, again, you cannot be at the, either at the vegan restaurant yelling at the guy because he burnt the carrot or the kale is not good enough for you. You have to be a, a nicer person. You understand? You have to really, really be, you know, Live that energy. And Shem help us all that we should all be zochet in the merit. That's his yorzeh. Today's his yorzeh. Anytime it's a yorzeh of a tzaddik, it's his, 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 when he passed away, he has, there's extra powers in the day to be able to connect to his teachings. So I personally have seen many, many miracles from his teachings. And anytime I do get, when I get confused, when I get spinned around, I put the one back. Where, where am I putting the energy here? Am I putting the energy in the insurance company? Or am I putting the energy in God? Am I putting the energy in Amazon? Or am I putting the energy in God? 
doesn't mean you're always going to make money a win. It could, some lessons, sometimes you have to learn a lesson, which eventually will give you the success. We're always thinking, well, I'm, I need to win. Oh, no, 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 no. Winning, first, in order to win, you have to fail. And when you fail, you get experience, which that is worth a lot today. And from experience, you get success. Doesn't mean I will win, 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 win. Sometimes there's things that need to be you need to learn. Sometimes things you need to learn. There's foundational issues that you need to learn. Sometimes the deepest, deepest, deepest pain you've gone through, they teach you that one of the, some of the greatest, greatest tools that you would have you would have never gotten to. Because remember, also going into one one one, this concept of aim is really the greatest form of bittle. It's, great, it's the greatest form of surrender, to tell you the truth. Because you're surrendering to everything being good. When I'm in the courtroom and I see these things trying to take millions of dollars of properties from me, and I can go right into what? Panic and, and panic. But when you close your eyes, you see everything is one. You see everything is good. You see everything is amazing. That is really surrender. That means the intellect is not working. The soul you have to close the intellect and go into Amuna. This is exactly why we say Shema with our eyes closed. Why do, I, why do we have to cover our eyes when we say Shema? Why? And what are you saying when you're saying Shema? The name of Yirke Vavke and the name of Elokeinu is one. What do you think Shema is? Shema is a declaration of faith. You figure you say it three times a day, or you say it enough times, two times a day, it would get into our system, but somehow we, we disconnect. So today's the day you should go into 111. Again, if you want to be on this program that, is, that attracts amazing things for you in your life, you have to make sure you're consistent in those behaviors. So if you have people that you haven't forgiven, forgive them. If you have things that you're worried about, go into oneness. But it has to be all in. You have to go all in. That is, you'll have the greatest, it's the greatest segula for mental health is this. If you want me to tell you one, the greatest remedy today for mental health, this is the greatest remedy for mental health today. Have a great day.